Welcome everyone to my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond. In this particular week episode, my show topic is discussing how to determine leadership in others. So in that retrospect, we're going to focus on why that's important, how you can identify um, when the particular leader that you hired is not what it cut out to be, meaning it's not what you expected and you're not getting the results that you deserve more importantly is when the end result leads to either high turnover low morale um, lack of quality and work and that comes to what I think that when we hire the person to oversee they make it about them in a sense or they lose focus of the primary objective the company is a team, so it's a team effort. So everyone that puts in, it comes back around and they will get the reward and the the, um, the fruits of the labor. But when they're in the team, a particular person or more than one person, if they're in the team just for themselves, then they make it about them and it becomes an imbalance, an emotional imbalance in the workplace. So senior management that hire leaders to oversee the departments or projects needs to make sure that their personality reflects what the primary objective to be. So basically we're gonna go through that, we're gonna look at what that looks like, what happens when we don't focus on constantly measuring the leadership and making sure that they are leading forward, okay? So let's go ahead and move forward. So let me go ahead and start. In this day, I am thankful to the prime creator of all things that I give thanks for the blessing of this opportunity that I will use it for the greater good. So welcome my survivors of the journey to my podcast that aims to inspire and motivate that you will continue to have joy, peace of mind, and for your sustained success. Okay, so let's go ahead and start with my segment. My important point basically deals with the oversight. Oversight should never be forgotten. I mean, you never should stop to think you don't need to do that. You need to constantly have oversight. I'm not talking about micromanagement. I'm talking about it's similar to when you do a follow-up. I have to follow up with this client. I have to follow up with this customer. I have to, you know, and you set the time of that follow-up a week from now two weeks from now a month from now what have you but you make sure that you're going back to make sure that the leaders you have on have in place is doing what they told you they would do when you selected them and hired them for that role so micromanagement to me is every little minute every little second no you have to show trust you made a decision that's the person you went with let them prove them to you you just make sure it's not a delegation away I like to say And that means that you're delegating or assign particular assignment or department for them to lead and then you let it be and you're only getting one way of communication. That's where abuse can happen in the workplace, toxicity, because they're telling you one thing, but they're doing something else. All right. So people can act their way into a new position based on what the what they know that the senior level of management or hiring personnel expects and a desire in that particular role of management. So I'm talking specifically right now directly to senior level management, HR that does the hiring and to let them to see these particular areas that you shouldn't 
this okay we, they hire they're gonna take over there and then we can focus on something else no you have to have a program and a method in place because that's I guarantee you, you know you're doing what you need to do, and but you can't count the numbers of why there's a high turnover, constantly rehiring people, what have you. Then there's a problem in the interall of the mechanism of the ship, okay? So this is not just having a personality trait type test or, you know, just verifying the prior employment for verification to see will that employer hire them again, hire them again. It is a mechanism to change the way normal observance conducted to pick a fellow colleague or best buddy or what's on a resume as the only criteria that they get that job okay so sometimes the pre-employment questionnaire can help and sometimes you have to go outside of that and use your own your own your own intellect your own position to know what you expect and how people operate okay and this is a key word I want to say human resources okay <laughs> people are human they have emotions so they can flip the script real quick so it requires strategy and intuitive insight so wisdom point now the wisdom point number two is where I focus on saying that leadership, especially prestige leadership, is an ongoing learning experience, road to pristine leadership that refrains from delegation only without oversight of needing maintenance. And I mean that meaning uh, to make sure that they're learning what they need to do and they're learning their assign subordinates what they need to do not just some people but everybody and that's where that feedback comes from your subordinates to make sure that they are and that communication with teams are an effective motion forward so on those that want to pick which type of information they want to share and it's not doing the whole team objective okay because they have to further their subordinates in a way that they are informed and motivated and inspired. So why is this so? Because senior management, most of the time you get in a company, don't apply a re-review. You know, they don't have a review method that oversees the continuation of the selected manager that they hired to lead the team that they need to be lead you know, lead to, need to be led, right? They need that guidance. They need someone that has good interpersonal skills. So not um, conducting business in a non-professional way, you know, doing business that actually undermines the senior management primary objective, okay? It's like a bully type approach. If you notice, sometimes bullies, they have like a, a split personality. Sometimes uh, they're very approachable and sociable and other times they flip the script and it could just be their whole persona of their worth going into play. But at the end of the day, someone over them that's, that hired them needs to constantly check to make sure that they are communicating to the team and how the team is receiving that communication. All right. Now, who are who are we talking about? We're talking about those managers that you or someone else hired and it turns out they are not the right fit for the position. Everybody has a particular talent, but everybody doesn't have the same type of talent. And to be a leader, a prestige leader, that's why it's so unique and prestige to be considered in a leader position because it's not just about the power, it's about the influence and it's about the accessibility of connecting with people, a lot of people. Okay, that's why it's one of the prestige roles that in life that people want to do, be a leader. So who else are we talking about? We're talking about the employees that suffer because the assumption from their immediate manager or team lead, you know, due to the senior manager chose them, they hired them or promoted them to be the leader, 
they are blinded by the truth. So employees most of the time won't say anything afraid of their job status, right? Or the extra stress. They might get uh, ridiculed or treated even more wrong. So they stay silent or they leave. In turn, equal high turnover, okay? And the senior manager, manager if they were told about it sometimes they go ahead and play the defensive because of it could be a possibility most well most likely it's a possibility most likely it is due to their feelings that they chose and they feel that they did something wrong or they you know sometimes managers senior managers don't like to admit that they made a wrong decision the good ones do they learn from it and they move on but you do get those that just doesn't feel comfortable about it so they don't want to they don't want to hear it so they blame the the person that is informing them of the issue of the conflict okay so what happens when left unchecked in placing measures and um, in the right order to observe those that you hire to lead your teams all right you need to identify and apply strategies that work to assure your hired manager or team leader trainer or a vendor or what have you that's in that's connected to your your clients, your customers, conducting the company's primary objective effectively, you know, producing high morale for producing higher productivity. Okay, the employees can do that if they are being led by a positive, proactive, prestige leader or a team leader, what have you. So in the quality compliance, you see um, either poor or you see good when the person that you hire to oversee that is connecting with the team. Those that don't, most of the time you see those numbers not where you need to be. That's another indicator of what happens and what you can identify. You need to look more closer into who's leading the team. So communication should be from the top. In this respect, I'm sorry, communication should be from the ground up and you getting that data and understanding why it's so and try to fix it. If not, it breaks down and the key indicator there is a lot of confusion in the office. This person don't know that, this person think this. Once you see that and you get that, you gotta have a red flag and remember what I'm telling you in this podcast in your ear that hold up, something's going on, something's more deeper in the interchange of your, the mechanism of your company. What is expected, is not being delivered. What was told is the opposite of what was told. People coming up with different things. One thing I learned about ineffective leaders, team leaders or managers, that senior level company execs hired, they always create confusion because in confusion you can control people because you can tell them half of the story, some of the story, a little bit of the story. No, a leader always educate and train and influence the subordinates so they can go to the next level. All right. Life is moving. Life doesn't stand still. So you only get one version from that manager when you ask them directly, well, what's going on? Da, da, da. And that almost is always one sided to show what they think you want them to say or see that it's all fine and they might blame someone else. No, that's that's not going to work. So let's go over strategies for you to succeed as a senior level management dealing with issues like this or maybe you are a manager and you just oversee other managers too, right? Like a mid uh, middle manager. So the first thing I want to say your strategies to succeed is you want to stop believing that what you see or hear from your selected hired manager or team lead is what it is. People put on acts to hide their personality, okay, that has either changed or chose ways that don't align to the primary objective, especially if that person can't balance out their emotions, all right? So you want to learn to measure their ability 
to be able to adapt to what's needed at that moment because people change things change and so you want to have an open mind that's the takeaway that I'm trying to show you here for your first strategy to succeed the second part to your strategy to succeed is learn to measure their ability to lead that motivate which is the key factor in community in the communication model that I like to highlight and I do highlight this just to give a shout out to my professional courses that I have available that you is self-paced that you can order that on my official website nichelleanderson.com and the one that I have available going is leadership and so I do talk about that communication model a lot because it's important it's good exercise it's a good way so you can work through those those lessons in my course and get familiar of a different perspective it's always good it is always good to look at a different perspective okay so the communication model includes the perimeters of employees vendors clients and other managers to get your final result on different situations making it enormously in a way that communication is not only open but is documented and that is encouraged to do so and that's communicating to the employees communicating to your vendors and so forth so it can match up to what that manager is saying that department manager is saying all right and that gives you a better objective to record the areas that need to be looked at that's not coming up in balance that is too many negative feedbacks coming up or you don't see the progress what is being told to you okay so coming up with the measures basically creating a process where you are getting that communication back from those that are impacted by the one you're trying to make sure are they the leader that you're looking for or are they still the leader that they looking for okay so your task to dust to dawn is you want to create a checkpoint and basically is meaning that you are someone you know that can that you identify with that you know that present the same ideas and visions that you do as well or even yourself that you start to conduct a way of a behavior type personality observance I mentioned observance in the beginning of this podcast and what that means is that you got to be aware if their behavior reinforced their brand where you're not in the room and in order to do that is those circumstances where they are conducting even a meeting or so forth and you have someone there in the meeting you know taking notes whatever but also taking notes of the overall vibe and plenty of times people have meetings I remember working in, in corporate America and they'll have like someone from another team they said and they'll come in and sit down and just be a part of listening now I mean back then I didn't really think much of it but now thinking back yeah that's probably that probably was a way that a manager did that or at least some aspect that another department got the communication firsthand from that department so at the end of the day what I mean by your task to dust to die, what you should do is create a checkpoint that you are measuring and seeing. Measuring is, is seeing the data, but also seeing it in person, how that person interact. Because interpersonal skills is important. And I want to go over three points, okay, since we're talking about your task to dust to die, is to remember this, and hopefully I recommend that you implement it. Number one. Okay, so keep in mind that you need to ask yourself, do they get along with others? So I mentioned interpersonal skills. Give a shout out to my book, Corporate America, 
surviving your journey to success the first chapter i talk about basically your attitude then the second one is interpersonal skills both of them matters but when they are in front of senior manager they just turn on a different personality and so you have to make sure that the people they interact that they are getting it what they need and some companies just do a feedback and say rate your team lead and rate your team manager what do you think and all of that but you got to find a way that is not in that method that is it's, uh, it's open to be anomalous but it's not the same old same old you have to come up with something that allow you to get the information that it doesn't seem like a regular feedback form and they're going to find out some way it's almost like an anomalous way I think I said that in my last podcast or previous podcast, almost like what we call those mystery shops. And they come in and they go through the whole process as if they're either a customer or what have you, but they're really giving feedback so they can see exactly how, how it's operating that leader or that employee. But of course, we talk about that leader, right? The manager. And send feedback back to the senior level manager of the company management of the company and that way they can get the insight of actually the the truth and that's what this podcast is it's the truth because some leaders has got the position i'd be like oh my gosh how did they get into this role well they just changed their person sometimes um i've been witness where someone just completely changed their personality they was like, this is this is nice as they can be flipped the script when the manager left or what have you did a 720 favoritism, lying, bullying, you know, awful, demotivating. I can go on and on. <laughs> the other thing for your uh, your task to dust to dawn, what I'm adding on to create, create a checkpoint is ask yourself, how is the conflict and resolution that that particular leader can do? Are they able to resolve issues do they get upset when they can't how do they do that that goes to their decision making that's key because that's where they're in that job people will go to them and ask questions if they can't handle it then you got to move on the third thing is do they constant provide motivation if they can't motivate the team they're not the one okay so let me go ahead to motivational takeaway. Your motivational takeaway is beware of those that are leading your employees and not making the uh, the primary objective their primary focus, right? So be watchful for the personality that don't align with your vision. In doing so, you set forth a positive working environment by demonstrating leadership that is from the top and down to lead to your success. Thank you. Right. Thank you so much for joining me today. Just to let you know, I create professional development and personal enrichment courses. Right now, I have the Blueprint for Success and I also have Leadership. The Blueprint for Success is for personal enrichment, giving you that personal development in the sense of working on areas to make you strategize more better, make you identify the areas you want to work on, to identify your goals and make it happen. The professional aspect, of course, is that leadership to help you to be a better leader and 
a prestige leader okay and so go ahead and check those courses out if you have any questions you can contact me at info at nichelleanderson.com you will see these those links regarding my courses and my email at the bottom of the description of this podcast episode also don't forget to sign up for my newsletter Go ahead. If you've been joining me for a while, go ahead and drop your email. I do not spam. And that can help you to further get a feel for my courses or even some information I want to provide that I'm not doing it during the podcast. Okay, so let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter. Also, I have a book. My book is titled Corporate America Surviving Your Journey Towards Success. You can get that at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or any bookstore. Go ahead and buy that book. Get in the know. And I also just want to ask to continue to follow me. If you haven't followed me on my social platform, I am on Twitter and Facebook, mainly those two. So go ahead and follow me. I do every week on Twitter um, motivational quotes that I write. And also sometimes I I quote things that are, you know, motivational things that I think about, things that I think people are thinking about and giving them an aspect of that. So go ahead and check that out. And just to recap that this podcast will release every Monday by 10 a.m. So thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. In my closing, I want to say thank you again for joining me today. Here is my closing statement for you. Be you that strengthens and inspires your ability to be strong in your journey in Denver. It's a good thing towards your mental peace and joy. Always to your success.